The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing, with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, welcome to Transformational Healing. I'm so glad you're here today. And hello to those that are around the world that are listening to us, and we know that you're out there, so thank you. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, She's just a delightful lady. Her name is Karen Drucker. Hello, Karen. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, Nice to be with you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being on the show. You're my first thing of the new year, so this is a great way to start off my new year. Yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Karen is a very public person, and she's agreed to be on our show today. So if you'd like to ask Karen a question, you can call in at 866-472-5792. Let me give you that again, in case your pencil's not sharp. 866 472 Five seven nine two, and I'm sure that you will have a question or two for Karen. So, Karen, tell us a little bit about you. <laughs> where, where do, do I where start? to start? Right. Well, since your show is talking about you know health and healing and and all of that, I'll 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 just go back a little bit in my in my story and just say that you know I I grew up in Southern California. I live up in Northern California now. But I grew up in Hollywood, and I was doing, when I was in high school, well, kind of, I'll kind of give you a little nutshell here, the, the, the transformational event that happened in my life, you had just mentioned, you asked me about Carol King. Um, when I was 16 years old, Carol King moved on my street, and I became her, the babysitter for her kids. And up to that point, all I ever did was swim. I still, I still swim, but I was a competitive swimmer, and that's, you know, I swam four hours a day. That's like all I, all my focus was around swimming. But when Carol came into my life, it, it sort of, uh, it's sort of like her presence watered a seed that was deep in my soul that I didn't even know that was there, which was my love of music. And I had never taken any music lessons or been encouraged by my family around that, but it was something that when I saw her lifestyle and saw how she, you know, would sit down at the piano and write these songs, it just was the coolest thing in the world. And from that, I started to put all that passion that I had and discipline that I had from swimming into music. And I just taught myself how to play piano and I started writing these teenage angst songs and <laughs> I was I was really terrible I got to tell you I was really really terrible 
But uh, maybe that's where my song, I Don't Have to Be Perfect, started from. You know, it was the idea that just, just do it. Just, just, I had so much fun doing music. And from that, you know, I just, I just kept writing and performing. And it just was my passion. And through the years, uh, you know, I tried to become like a regular recording artist and shopped my little tunes all around Los Angeles trying to get a record deal. But the main, the main twist in the road for me came really with when my mom uh, went through cancer and I started writing songs for her that had a healing message that she could listen to every morning. And the very first song I wrote in this way was her, her mantra every day when she was going through her cancer treatments was, I'm healed, whole, and healthy. And I made that into a little chant for her. And when I started to see how uh, that chant was affecting her and I started to write some other chants for, for people that were going through health issues and they were saying how it just really helped them keep their focus when their mind would, you know, go to the dark side, it would just sort of bring them back and have hope. And that really became my passion was writing music that, that can transform and heal people. Yes, and I must tell our listeners, your song, I Don't Have to Be Perfect, was my inspiration for for having my radio show. It was like... Well, see, that that just... I, I love hearing stuff like that, because <laughs> the, the thing I say with all, my, with all my songs, and whenever I do a concert, the very first thing I say at the beginning of the night is, you know, this is a totally selfish thing. You get to see what all of my issues are, because all these songs are just for me. You know, I write these songs, anything that I'm going through, I make affirmations around them. And I just found many years ago that it would sort of like I would be able to embody those words if I sang them as opposed to just saying them. So if I was like taking a walk and I was singing, I don't have to be perfect. I'm doing the best I can. I give myself permission to be just who I am. If I just kept singing that over and over while I was taking a walk, I would just I could feel my energy change and I I could just lighten up about some of the things that were going on in my life. So, you know, a song like that is very personal for me <laughs> because it's, it's really personal one of my for issues. me too, Karen. Yes, it's it's my favorite one of your songs. Well, thank you. Yes. I you are one of the most interesting people I know. Can you tell us a little about swimming the English Channel? Oh, yes. Well, um so as I mentioned, I was a competitive swimmer growing up, and all I knew was swimming in pools back and forth and seeing the black line below you. And in my mid-20s, I, uh, living up here in San Francisco, someone invited me to be part of a relay team swimming across Lake Tahoe. And I had never been in open water. I had never been in cold water. I had never done anything like this before. But I was part of this team, and it, just, it was the most exciting, exhilarating, life-affirming thing to do this goal with these other people and to look back and say, oh, my God, we swam from that other shore way over there. And so this really became like stepping stones. From that, I 
after swimming the Lake Tahoe, I swam the Golden Gate Bridge and, and swam from Alcatraz to San Francisco. And then I did a swim from a relay team from Lanai to Maui in Hawaii. And then we were all sitting around after our Hawaii swim and just having, you know, cocktails or something. And someone threw out, well, why don't we do the English Channel? And one of the gals in our group contacted them, and we found out that if if we were to make a successful crossing, we would be the first American women to do it. So that was our incentive. We just had to do it. And six of us uh, went over to England and swam from England to Calais, France. It took us 10 hours and 54 minutes, and it was very exciting. But the the one thing I always say about this swim that I I think is is just a great metaphor is that when you look, when you're swimming the channel, if the channel is 22 miles straight across, I mean, if you look, if you just go straight as the crow flies, it's 22 miles. But what's really interesting is that the only way that you can be successful in the swim is you have to go in a zigzag. So in other words, you're just zigzagging all the way across the English Channel, and it turns out to be about 32 miles. But what I love about this is it's, it's such a life lesson of like, you know, you, you get this idea of like, okay, here's where I'm going to go. It's this straight line. And, you know, life just doesn't always work that way. You know, you have to be able to be adaptable and you kind of go off on this, this, you know, you're kind of going off to the left and then something happens in your, in your life and that kind of turns the boat a little bit and now you go this way to the, you know, to, to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right. And truly that's, that's, that's what my life has been. I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now, but it was all just a series of twists and turns that have led me to the place that, I'm, that I am right now. Uh, were you afraid when you jumped in that English Channel? Of course, yeah. I mean, it's big, black, cold water, you know, <laughs> but I think that what I've noticed in my life with everything I've done is that when you have a higher vision of what it is that you're wanting to do, it, like all of those fears and all, like even like you said, I don't have to be perfect, all those things that come up, all those little gremlins and the fears and whatever, you can still have them. You can, you can acknowledge that they're there, but when you have the higher vision, it's kind of like a, a rope that you, you hang on to and it, 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 it pulls you out of it. So my vision was getting to the other side. And also, in that particular swim, my vision was being a good teammate for my other, the other gals that, were, that I was swimming with. I didn't want to let them down. I didn't want to let me down, and I didn't want to let them down. So it's like, you know, if I was scared, it's just like I just, I just rose above it. Right. Okay. So thank you. So that's a lesson for our listeners today, one that's very powerful. <coughs> I hope Excuse so, me. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yes. you know, I think, I think that's one of the reasons why I wrote that song, I Don't Have to Be Perfect, is that when we... When we're doing anything in our lives, I, I truly, I mean, I, I talk a lot about in all of my workshops and songs, I talk a lot about the inner critic and, you know, I, I've mentioned, you know, like in my book, I talk about her, her name is Zelda and she just, you know, comes up all the time saying all the things I can't do and why bother and blah, 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 blah. 
And the thing that I've really noticed in my life is that the more you go for what it is that you want, the more you you dream and you start to go for those dreams, your critic will come up in spades going, oh, come on, really? Are you sure? You know, you, you, could, you don't have the talent to do this or you don't have enough time or you don't have enough money. And I think it's kind of like what you just talked about with asking me if, if it was, you know, scary to do, to do the, the channel. It's like, well, yeah, it, it was scary. And, yes, it's scary every time I make a new album. And, yes, it's scary when I, you know, think about writing a book or doing anything that grows me or stretches me. But when you do that, when you have a higher purpose of, like, I, I want to do this creative project, it, it can lift you up. It can, it, it can propel you to just keep going through that stuff and then just acknowledging your critic and going, gosh, thanks so much for sharing. I know you have all these things, all these reasons why I shouldn't do it, but you know, here I go. Here I go. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie, and welcome back. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Our special guest is Karen Drucker. And if you have a question for Karen or for me, You can call us at 866-472-5792. So, Karen, are you still with us? Yes, I am. All righty. I know that you have a workshop coming up in California. Can you tell us a little bit about that and when and where and 
so forth? Yeah, well, all my information is, is on my website, KarenDrucker.com. And what I do is I do women's retreats all around the country. Um, but this one is a special one for me because it's um, usually I get hired by different, you know, churches and organizations to do their women's retreat. But this one is one that I'm producing myself. And it's at one of my favorite places on the planet. That's a beautiful retreat center called the Silomar, which is um, a Silomar conference center is right on the, the on the bay at, uh, in Monterey, California, right near the Monterey Bay Aquarium. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a four-day women's retreat. Um, you know, it's small, and it's basically what we're going to be doing is talking about what we're talking about right now of just being gentle with ourselves and you don't have to be perfect and, you know, kind of what your dreams are and some of the things that get in the way. But um, it's in June, and there's, there's not that many more spaces left, but it's, it's something that's really exciting to me. I really love the idea of women coming together in community and just being able to be heard and seen and and take a little time out from their lives and pamper themselves. So I'm excited about that. And uh, when is it? June when? Uh, June, gosh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I should probably have this right at the top of my head here. Um, June 20, let me see, let me just look at my book here. It's June 23rd through the 26th. Yeah, I was right. It's a Thursday through Sunday, June 23rd through the 26th. And All I the information's on my website. So okay. People can at, which is KarenDrucker.com. Yes, ma'am. All righty. Uh, so is this your first women's retreat? No, I've been doing them for many years, um, but just doing them, producing them on my own, I haven't done that many. I did one in Hawaii uh, 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 not last year, but the year before, which was just fabulous. I'm, I'm really looking at trying to go back there again and do another one maybe um, next year. But I just, I'm a Hawaii fanatic, so anytime I can do anything in Hawaii, I, I want to do that. But, uh, you know, I've been doing the women's retreats thing for, uh, for many, a long time, and it's, it's something I just really enjoy doing. I just... Um, you know, there's something I, when we get out of our day-to-day routines and, you know, someone's cooking for you for one thing, that's pretty gosh darn fun. Yeah. You know, to clean up or anything. <laughs> but, you know, there's just something about people hearing other people's stories and what's going on in their life that you just, it, it just opens up your heart. And people always say that they, they come out of my workshops with a, they, they say they have a faith lift, a transformation, a faith lift. So, oh, that's yeah. good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure hoping to do some more Healing Touch things this year. That's one of my favorite organizations to, to do anything with. Healing Touch is just a marvelous organization. Yes, thank you. Uh, we, are, we are working on some things, so that will, that will happen. And, yeah. Um, in a, well, another and I've week. been very blessed. I mean, I think that my connection to Healing Touch has been really special for me because it's really what I want my music to, uh, I really love the, the, the connection between healing touch and music and being able and for people to use my music in their practices, I think has just been a real um, gift to me. You know, oh, thank you. Particular group. I mean, any any of the conferences I've done for Healing Touch, it's like everyone is just their hearts are already so open. I mean, on the very first night, it's like it's 
everybody's there. I don't have to work hard to get people to go into their hearts and sing along with me, and it's, it's really a gift. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Our last one, the last day, was kind of sad, um, but we yeah, made it through, didn't we? Yeah. All righty. In, in your bio, you said that you were a singing casket. <laughs> Can you tell us about that? Well, for many years, I made my living doing just you know, just a little bit of everything just to pay the rent. And so uh, I would get hired to do all different kinds of jobs. And one of them was, yeah, I had for the California funeral directors, uh, they had their, their convention and I was hired to come out in a casket and sing and tap dance and, you know, sing these songs all about being a funeral director and then I also had a job as a singing mermaid where I had to, um, I was placed on top of this grand piano and I just had to, I had this long, you know, fin and long hair. Actually, some of these pictures, I think, are even on my website. But I had to just sing fish songs for four hours. And, you know, I've just kind of done whatever you could do to 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 just make the rent every month, I, I did. And I I'm, I'm, must say I'm very blessed in my life now that I'm <laughs> not having to do those wacky jobs. But, you know, I did, I used to do birthday telegrams. Like I'd just run into a room and go, would you like to know why I'm here? And I'd be singing these happy birthday songs. And you could always tell who the birthday person was because they would just immediately duck under the desk like oh my god don't let anybody see me but I just did whatever whatever needed to be done I did it and I see that uh, Karen I see that as yes it paid the rent but it's a versatility it's, <laughs> oh, well, it, yeah I guess it I, I guess it it, it it is and it also you know it, it shows me too that when when you do need to pay the rent you get creative, you know, you just get creative and you find out, you find out what you're made of. I mean, I remember at one point someone called me up. I mean, this was in my, you know, very long, long time ago. Someone called me up and said, you know, I want to take guitar lessons. Do you teach guitar lessons? And it's like, I just found myself just saying, yeah, yeah, I can, I can teach you guitar. So I would, and I did not know how to play guitar. So I literally would like learn two chords every time before they would come in and we'd play those two chords for an hour and they'd get really good. And then they'd go away and I'd learn the next two things. So I basically taught myself how to play guitar by teaching someone how to play guitar. But, you know, that's, I think that's one of the things about uh, the creative process is that you, you just say yes to it. You say yes to everything, and, and you allow yourself to be used by the creative spirits to however, however you're supposed to keep showing up in life, you do it. And I think that that's, I think that's another reason why the I Don't Have to Be Perfect song is so important to me, because I think that's really part of the creative process, is allowing yourself to just let yourself do it however you do it, you know, not judge it, not um, not be this person who is just always looking at whatever it is that you're creating, whether it's a book or a song or cooking or a garden, you know, and just uh, just allow it to just come out of you and not not think it has to be perfect. I mean, if I was waiting for things to be perfect, I would have never made one CD, and I'm up to 19 at this point. 
Oh wow! What's yeah, your favorite? I, you what's know, your favorite one? Perfect. What's your favorite CD? You know, that's that's like asking someone who's their favorite child. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it is because it's like everyone has different qualities, but you know, I tend to be. I tend to be very in the moment with all of this stuff and say that, you know, whatever the last one was, I just came out with a new one called Joy in Our Hearts. And I, I think that, you know, at this point, because that's so fresh in my mind and I'm about to do some concerts around, you know, promoting this CD, I think that, it, it, that one feels like it's my favorite. But, you know, what happens for me, I, 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 I put out so much material for some reason. I just am sort of prolific in, in this way. And I... I, I find that I forget about songs I've written because, you know, after so many CDs, I don't really remember. But then all of a sudden I'll put one on, you know, someone will ask me to, to do some song and I have to remember how it goes. And it's like hearing, hearing it for the first time. And I just sometimes go, who wrote that? I mean, I don't remember writing it. I mean, some of the lyrics are really... Um, profound for me and what I'm going through right now, and I'm thinking, really, I I wrote that. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> so but I, I actually your... have to say, "Songs of the Spirit" too is is probably my favorite because that that kind of I think um, launched me into doing more uh, more of the work that I really want to do, which is the chanting uh, and the healing work, and that that's still continues to be my bestseller that has a song on it called the face of god that is you know always one of my favorites to sing and thank you for this day and i am so blessed so you know but but they they all have unique unique qualities to them right right so sing us a little bit of the face of god you are the face of god i hold you in my heart You are a part of me. You are the face of God. The thing that's amazing about that song is that um, the way that that was written was my, I was working as a music director at a New Thought Church here in my area, and my wonderful minister, uh, Reverend Carol Huntley, had called me and left a message on my machine that I didn't get until 2 o'clock in the morning. She left me a message just saying, oh, hi, you know, we're doing this. I'm going to do the message tomorrow is going to be about how we, you know, we can see the beauty in each other and face of God in each other. And if you could just write a little something, you know, at the end of my talk, we'll just do that. You know, okay, that would be great. Bye. And so I had been, I had gone off and I was, at that time, I was making most of my living playing private parties. And so here I do a private party. I was doing a wedding that night and I came home like at, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning. I was completely tired and in a <laughs> kind of in a bad mood because I had to wake up so early in the morning. And here's this message from Carol saying, could you just write this little song? And I was not very happy about that. And I woke up like just 10 minutes early, you know, earlier that morning just to write this thing. And I just wrote it like probably in five minutes and just dashed out the door and did it that morning at church. And you know, we sang it over and over with her doing little prayers around it, and then I would sing it, and then she'd do a little prayer, and we did this back and forth. And I looked up, and people were just crying. And I had no idea at that time that the song would be as meaningful as it has become. And it, this simple little chant has, I mean, I have videos, I don't know if it's on my website, I think it's on my YouTube channel, of, 
you know, African children singing, singing, and they do the sign language. I teach people how to do the sign language. You know, African children singing these the song and to to hear and see where the song has gone in the world has been it's been really mind blowing to me. Uh, yes, yes, it certainly is. So I'm kind of at a loss for words here, as you are the face of God too. So, well, of your inspirational authors, do you have a favorite? Or you just like them all? Um, well, I, I would have to say that um, my road in, in the spiritual world of, you know, writing these kinds of songs and especially getting into writing healing music that could help people when they're going through cancer has really, um, you know, I, I really believe in synchronicity and I really believe that people come into your life when you're supposed to find them. And... I remember one of the most profound um, ideas around this is I was walking in a bookstore and this book fell off the shelf and I picked it up and I'd never heard of this person. I think I'd heard of her a little bit, but I didn't really know anything about her. Her name was uh, Joan Borisenko. Do you know her? Uh, I don't know her, but I know of her. Yeah. So she's written many, many books and she's a fabulous author, but I... I, I, this book, it was called Inner Peace for Busy People, and I picked it up, and I went, well, this seems like I'm supposed to read this, and I, I got it, and as I was reading the book, she had so many uh, thoughts and ideas and themes that were very similar to my music, and so from that, I read the whole book, and I just, I said, well, I've just got to somehow, you know, find this person, because it's just, you know, there's such a connection, and it was just... I, I love the synchronicities of life when things are supposed to happen because I uh, I happened to go to her website and I saw that she was doing a um, she was doing a, a woman's retreat in Phoenix and I had just had a cancellation on that particular weekend and interestingly enough it was right after nine eleven and so because um, then I was always doing private parties at that point and. You know, December, everybody canceled. I mean, it was like I didn't have any work at all. But I, I, I went to this website. I saw that she was doing this conference. I, I called the, the, the producer of this event saying, you know, I do music. Is there any way that I could come and do music for this retreat? And the woman practically fell off her chair. She said, I can't believe this. I just said to someone in my office, oh, my God, we have to find someone who can do music for this, this retreat because we, we have at this conference center, they had just given her men, and it was supposed to be a women's retreat. It was, a, it was going to be a PBS special called Women of Power, and here they, they can't have men doing music, and so here I call, and she said, if you could get yourself there, you know, you can be on this, this bill. And so I came, I, I met Joan, and uh, we had an immediate connection, and, uh, you know, from that, that's what really put me even more on the path of, of healing and healing touch is the idea of combining, you know, the, the being in the medical world, because she was very involved with, you know, doing lectures in hospitals and things like that. And she started to use me um, when she would go to do those, those, uh, those conferences. And so it, it really became this wonderful relationship. And we've been working together for probably about 10 years now and um, we do women's retreats once a year together in the, on the East Coast and 
you know, but Joe Morisenko and, and Alan Cohen is another person that I just adore. And, you know, he's another person I was reading his books and a big fan and contacted him and started to work with him as well. But there's so many, Mary Manon Morrissey and Gene Houston and, um, this, you know, the, I, 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 and now I'm, I'm working a lot with Rachel Remen. Um, she has a book called Kitchen Table Wisdom. And uh, she is just a wonderful mentor to me. So I, I, I'm kind of a book fanatic, I must say. Right, right. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie Morrow and... I hope that you're looking forward to a wonderful new year. It's a brand new year. We can do it like we want. And so, Karen, how are you going to use the new year for yourself, and what do you recommend for others? Well, you know, one of the things that I've found, Bonnie, is that I actually I have a newsletter that comes out every month, and I just I just wrote a little piece about this, is that I used to be in a habit of writing a bunch of goals for the year. And I would just, you know, I would just write down all of these big intentions. And I've, you know, and many times I would accomplish them. But what I've really gotten to, I think, in my older age and also not old age, but I mean, just as I've gotten older, I've just noticed that I really am much more attracted to simplicity and doing bite-sized chunks. You know, I have a song called... um, one small step that the chorus says, I'm taking one small step instead of looking at the mountain. One small step gets me closer to the goal. One small step instead of looking at the mountain and then it won't seem like I've got so far to go. And that is really what I'm trying to do in this new year is not set myself up 
with so many things that feel overwhelming, but rather do like just pick two or three things that, that move me right now to do. And then when those are done, go, okay, you know, what is the next thing I want to do? And I find that when I do it in these little smaller chunks, it just really, uh, I, I think I, I, I feel a lot more clarity and um, it feels like it's more of a straight, <laughs> straight focus as opposed to, you know, I'm going off in all different directions. Let me ask that back to you. What are, what are some of the things that you're looking at doing in this year? Oh, my. Um, I want to continue with my radio show. That's one thing I want to do. I want to get better at it. You know, that's that's some of the things that I want to do. Now, see, that's an interesting. You just said something that I find really interesting. When you say, I want to get better at it, what does better at it mean to you? I, I don't know, Karen. It's um, reaching more people, having more people, having people call in. Uh-huh. Um Sponsors for my show. Uh-huh. Um, I guess yeah, that's... See, that's great. Even what you just said, I think, is a really um, perfect thing that I think we, we can sometimes get caught up in is, is like when people say, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to be healthier. It's like, well, how do you know when you got that goal? You know, when it's, it, it's like the more you can make it specific and, you know, break it down into the little chunks, then you can see. So saying something like, I want to get, you know, more listeners when you know, like, what your, you know, what the number is now and, you know, say I want to increase that by 5% or, you know, whatever. So I'm, I'm finding that it's like the more I can say really specific things and, and make them small enough, small enough so that you, you get them, you know, it just, it, it really can, it can really help. You know, one of the things that I do every morning is I have a spiritual practice that I call morning bliss. And morning bliss is a time where I do, I, I read some, um, I, I read out of, there's a magazine called Science of Mind magazine, which is a, every day it just has like a little blurb of positivity. And then there's also another, from Unity, from the Unity movement, there's a thing called Daily Word. And I just, I read those things and I, I, I write in my journal and I do a little meditation. But one of the things that I'd like to just plant a seed with your listeners about is that you can also have a spiritual practice of every day coming up with what is like your affirmation for the day or, you know, what is something that you're working on. It could even be something like, you know, I I slow down and breathe um, or I'm mindful at every moment or I'm mindful through the day or whatever it would be. And you could actually write a little chant around it that you sing all day long to yourself. And it, it really allows you to have it be uh, sort of an ongoing, um, it's like the radio is playing in the background <laughs> all day long with this little chant, this little affirmation. Because you know when you get some country tune stuck in your head or some you know, pop tune or some little chorus that, that you just can't get it out of your head? You know, it's, it's that concept of that you put something positive um, in your mind that you say over and over during the day, and it really can affect your mood. So that's, a, that's something, a little thing I want to teach your listeners about today is just the idea of writing your own chant every day can be a really wonderful way to start your day, and it can keep your, your, your goals in your mind in, in a positive way by just writing a little chant around it. I like that. Does it have to have a particular tune or just repetition? 
You know, you could, what I say to people is um, it, it can be a tune that you make up yourself, but a lot of times it can be something as simple as row, row, row your boat, you know, or, or like, for example, uh, one of the next projects I'm working on is, is lullabies, redone, re, rewritten lullabies, and so I, I've recorded this one already, but for example, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star could be Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, do you know how loved you are? You are precious, sweet, and bright, a radiant beam of shining light. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, do you know how loved you are? That's, oh, that's, that's an idea, but it could yes. be anything. Okay. All right. So, listeners, we, we can use twinkle, twinkle, or row, row, row your boat. That, or anything. That would be good. I mean, if they have a favorite, it could be five foot two eyes of blue. I mean, you could rewrite words to, you know, a- anything that you, a- any little song, any, I mean, go back in your past and think about nursery rhymes or um, hymns or little jingles. Uh-huh. Anything. Okay. That's good. Uh, is your information channeled, Karen? Say that again. Is it channeled information? Well, uh, what do uh, I mean by that? Channeled, you mean from from the higher levels? Yes, I would say, yeah, I would say that it is. You know, I would say that when I get myself out of the way and allow myself to just tune in to my soul and my heart, I would say that things come through me. I mean, I think that's what I was referring to before when I said that sometimes I'll look at these words and go, I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember writing that. So I would yes. say, yeah, it, it, it comes from, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty spiritual person, so I would definitely would say it, it comes from other realms other than, you know, my, my mind that can sometimes put things in the way. You know, it just allows... When I allow myself to get out of the way, something else is coming through, definitely. That's, yes. Some people say to me, uh, well, you know, in my healing touch sessions that something will come up and I'll say to them, and they'll say, well, what did you say back then? I said, was channeled. I have no idea what it yeah, was. Yeah, I definitely, when I'm, when I'm writing a chant especially, it really comes through, and I, especially if I do it on the spot, like a lot of times when I'm in performance, if, 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 if someone were to give me a line, or if I'm working with a, a, an author or a minister or whatever, and they say something, and I, I can come up with something on the spot, you know, I, I have no idea. If you, if you told me to sing it back to you five minutes later, I wouldn't have any idea what I did. Yes. So yes. that's why I always have, and I, I say this to anybody who works with me around songwriting, it's like you always have to have, you know, your, you know some kind of tape recorder or something to, to write things down with, or else it just, it, it just flies away. It does, you know, you have indeed. To, I look at creativity like it's like having a little net, like a butterfly net, and you just have to keep just having that net open, and you just grab, grab the thought and, and write it down. That's true. The uh, you and Michael wrote a, a song at um, in Montana. What was the name of that one? Uh, Can you remember oh gosh, what? What was it? What was the name of the conference? Uh, wait a minute. Let me say. It. Oh, love prevails and conquers all. 
da 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 I hear its call. When I lose myself and everything else fails, I remember love prevails. Yes. Yeah, that one, that one came through us pretty fast. Yeah. That was really fun to write and to perform yeah. with him. Yeah. He is, um, he's a neat guy. I like him very much. Yes. Okay, we need to take another quick break. Conference? Pardon me? Are you going to be at that conference this year? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Actually, we're going to be at that conference, and then we're going to go to take uh, Lewis and Clark River Cruise afterwards. Oh, wow. So that's, and I am basically from Wyoming, which is. Lewis and Clark territory. So I'm looking forward to that very much. It'll be fun. Wow, okay. that's great. Yeah, let's take a quick, another quick break. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso. To bust through the myths about feeding your baby, Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie, and welcome back. Uh, We're about to... uh wind up our time with Karen Drucker 
And uh, one of the things she wrote in her bio was about Mother Teresa, who said, we cannot do great things, only small things with love. And I love that quote. Mm, did you, yeah, that's did you meet one. Mother Teresa? Oh, <laughs> I, that would have been lovely. No, no, I did not meet, no, I did not meet her. But, you know, one of the things that I think about that, that quote, I also feel like, um, you know, what you just asked me about of, of 2016, you know, what, what, are, what are some of my focuses? I would say that it's not only that quote that you just mentioned, but also really gratitude, you know, to really live my life in gratitude. And, you know, I know that you have one listener out there, Ann Pogue, who is a, a friend of mine, that this is a woman who is just the, the epitome of, you know, she lives her life in a state of, of gratitude and thanks for everything that, that, you know, all of her friends. And I have a friend, David Alt, who is doing a 365-day tribute of gratitude to all of his friends. And I was so blessed that just the other day he, you know, he wrote a thing about me that just touched my heart so much. And I just thought, wouldn't it be amazing that, you know, I mean, he's, he's doing this every single day on Facebook and, you know, writing to all, you know, all the different people that are in his life. He's just writing a tribute to them in, in gratitude. And, you know, I just thought, what about if all of us could just practice one, one piece of gratitude of, of something, whether you just acknowledge it to yourself or you call someone to tell them you're grateful for them or you, you know, you send, there's, there's even a book out, we were talking about books earlier, authors, there was a person who wrote a book called uh, 365 Thank Yous, and this book was all about his process of writing thank you notes, 365 days. I mean, he had to write one thank you note with a stamp and <laughs> envelope and everything every day and how it transformed his life. And I think, you know, that's what healing touch is to me. It's about, you know, being grateful for our bodies and helping each other in that way with, with the love and energy we give to each other. And I just think if I have one message that I ever put out around what I do, it's, it's really about being gentle with ourselves and being grateful and treating ourselves in a really sweet, kind way. Because when we start with ourselves, then we can give that to the world. So that's, it's really, I think when you were asking me about my year, I think that's really what I'm trying to, it's not so much about what I'm going to do this year, it's more about how I want to be, and that's how I want to be, is living in gratitude. Oh, that's wonderful. I like that. Listeners, please, please listen carefully to Karen. She gives out, <laughs> she gives out good love. <laughs> I try, yeah, yes. I try to do that with my music and with my workshops and you know, I just try and be a, a person who walks my walks my talk. Amen. 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 Yes. And you if too, we... you're doing great stuff in the world. It's great that you have this show and you, you put out, you know, these wonderful messages to, to all of your listeners too. Thank you. Thank do you know that that's the first person that you've said that said anything to me? Really? Well <laughs> I mean, you know, the, I mean you had to go over your fears about doing this. You know, and because of that, you're 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 putting out this this great message to the world of you know getting people together in a community of talking about healing and good positive messages. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Whoever's supposed to be hearing you. I mean, when you were talking about increasing your numbers, whoever is supposed to be hearing your message will find you. That's true. That's yep. true, and I know it's true. 
So, listeners, we would like you to write down uh, some things that you're grateful for. And if you want to get on Karen's coattail and do it for several days or a month or one time, one time, you don't have to be perfect and your note doesn't have to be perfect. Just be grateful and let somebody know that, that you're grateful for that. Okay, it's uh, four minutes till we close our program today. And Karen, do you have any other thing that you'd like to add to our listeners? Well, I would just say, um, you know, you can go, you could sign up on my mailing list, um, which is karendrucker.com if you go to my website and you could sign up on my email list. And I send out a newsletter once a month and I send usually downloads, a free download of one of my songs. And it, it also, my calendar talks about all the different places I will be um, around the country this year. And I always love to meet people in person when I'm doing concerts or doing talks anyplace. Um, but, you know, I just, I just think it really does come down to what we were just talking about of just, I, 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 I'm about to do a talk in a week at a, at a church here locally. And, the theme is a world that works for everyone, and I really believe that we get to that place when we start with ourselves. You know, every, every New Thought Church ends their services with, let there be peace on earth. And the main thing about that song is, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with who? Me. You know, it's got to be that, that peace on earth begins with me and with the troubles that we've seen in the, the world in this last year. It's like we can feel overwhelmed and you know, I think that the, the best thing we can do is to take care of ourselves first, be gentle with ourselves, let ourselves off the hook and not be perfect, and love ourselves up. And from doing that, we can be kinder to other people, and it's a ripple effect. And that's how we have peace. You know, from a, it, it can sound like it's selfish, but it's actually the best thing we can do is to take care of ourselves first, and then we can be kinder to everybody else in our, in our path. That's true. That's true. All righty, Karen, thank you so much for being with us today. I feel more inspired just by visiting with you today. Well, thank you. Me too, Bonnie. You've done a wonderful job, so thank you for having me. uh All righty. We're about to close down, and I will see you in Montana in, is it September, October? In September, yeah. Yeah. I will see you there. Another Healing Touch conference. Maybe we'll create something else like that coming up soon. So who who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right, well, thank oh, you. Uh huh. Bye bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week.